Thank you for joining the Southeast PTTC podcast series. Every episode covers an important topic pertaining to the work of substance misuse prevention professionals. Stay tuned for more episodes coming soon, and be sure to visit us online at pttcnetwork.org backslash southeast. Welcome to our collaborative brown bag webinar between the Technology Transfer Centers and the Opioid Response Network. In this webinar, our organizations explore the prevention, treatment, and recovery resources available for substance use disorder and mental health professionals. Learn more about these groups and how we're working together to prevent substance use in communities across the United States. We hope you enjoy the podcast. I'd like to turn it over to Captain Michael King, who is our SAMHSA Regional Administrator for the Southeast. Captain King? I'd like to welcome everybody to this webinar today. It's a, it's a wonderful Friday to learn about two of the most amazing resources that I think are available in our country today. And, and often that people don't know much about, unfortunately, when I, when I go out and speak to large crowds, I, the, the TTCs and the ORN are, are some of the, the, you know, most amazing resources I get to share because people haven't heard of them. And so this, this morning, you are all very lucky, everyone who is tuning into this webinar. Again, my name is Captain Michael King, as you see here. I am your Region 4 primary contact for the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Service Administration. Many folks also don't know that SAMHSA has uh, personnel in each of the HHS regions. And if you're ever curious who your regional contact is, if you're not in Region 4, if you're tuning in from somewhere across the country, this is a map of all of my colleagues all across the country. Uh, you know, if you find yourself traveling and you just happen to be in California, maybe reach out to our, our Region 9 RA. You know, you could reach out to any of these people. They're, they're all fantastic resources. and. We, we all bring a slightly different skill set to the table to support you in your work. And even if you're not in a specific region, if you have a question about a state in another region, go to the RA. SAMHSA is there to support you in that region and with questions about those states. And if you're ever curious about what we do in a little more detail, uh, I've provided this information. You'll probably get these slides for this webinar later on anyway, so you can read this at your leisure. But this is really a, a long way of saying that we're, we're your point of contact. We're a connector. The regional administrators for SAMHSA are here to support our workforce and our professionals in reducing the impact of substance abuse and mental illness on uh, American communities. And I hope that you all stay tuned throughout this webinar and ask a lot of insightful questions because 
our TTCs and the ORN are some of the most amazing things that we support. Again, thank you all for coming this, uh, to this webinar today. Thank you so much for that, Captain King. We really appreciate it. In case folks are not familiar with who, what states are part of the Southeast, we have them listed here. Hopefully we're all really good at geography and know where we are. <laughs> so in terms of what, what you'll be hearing, who you'll be hearing from today, there are three TTCs. Um, ATCC for addiction, mental health, and uh, P for prevention. And then we'll also hear from the ORN. So these are just the folks you'll be hearing from today. I wanted to start with just a brief overview of the TTCs. That way you have a context of who we are. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, there's the Addiction Transfer Technology Center, which is really focused on providing resources for the addiction field, we have mental health, um, which for some of you who are familiar with the TTCs in general, the addiction TTC has been around for a while. Uh, the mental health and the prevention TTCs are part are new to the family is what I like to call them. What I'd like to do now, we'll hear from all three TTCs this morning as a part of this call to give a little bit more information. We'll actually start with Nikki Harris. I'll pass it over to you, Nikki, to talk more about the ATTC and the resources you all offer. Thank you, Nicole. Good morning and welcome to each of you. I am Nikki Harris. Training and Technical Assistance Manager for the Southeast Addiction Technology Transfer Center, located at Morehouse School of Medicine National Center for Primary Care in Atlanta, Georgia, where we continue to accelerate the adoption and implementation of evidence-based addiction treatment and recovery-oriented practices to substance use disorder treatment providers. Southeast ATTC has six areas of emphasis. One, enhancing cultural appropriateness, developing and disseminating tools, building a better workforce, advancing knowledge adoption, ongoing assessment and improvement, and forging partnerships. We also have several activities, current activities and initiatives at Southeast ATTC currently. Ask the expert which is a monthly one-hour live Zoom focused on substance use disorder treatment from a subject matter expert, the annual Interfaith Institute on Recovery Air Conference scheduled for July 22nd through July 24th, our pilot podcast, The New Voice of Substance Use Disorder, Let's together. the Minority Priority Initiative, which aims to significantly impact the retention of African Americans and substance use treatment while shedding light on racial disparities, and the FAITH Initiative, which aims to bridge secular and spiritual communities in substance use treatment and recovery. We invite you to visit us at www.attcnetwork.org backslash Southeast, where Ms. Don Tyus is our director. We truly have a fortunate opportunity to provide you all with services that can assist you in helping the individuals you serve. We look forward to talking with you about future opportunities to partnership, as well as looking forward to hearing some of your ideas on how we can assist you on today. Thank you, and now to my colleague, Emily Moore. Thank you. All right, thank you so much, 
Nikki, um, as she said, my name is Emily Moore and I am the project manager of the Southeast Mental Health Technology Transfer Center or Southeast MHTTC. We are located in the Rollins School of Public Health at Emory University in Atlanta, Georgia, and we are very proud to serve the eight states of HHS Region 4. Our Southeast MHTTC team is made up of Emory University public health faculty and staff, and our expertise in public health programs, systems, research, and evaluation provide us with a unique lens through which we can address mental health priorities. Our mission is to promote the implementation and sustainability of evidence-based mental health services in the Southeastern United States. And our vision is widespread access to evidence-based mental health services for those in need. We use a public health approach to build leadership capacity and to provide mental health trainings and resources to providers, agencies, and communities across the Southeast. The Southeast MHTTC focuses on using a public health framework to develop leadership capacity and to train providers with the goal of improving care for individuals with mental health conditions throughout the eight states of HHS Region 4. We do this by focusing our efforts on training and capacity building for certified peer specialists across the Southeast, suicide risk assessment and management training, school mental health trainings, resources, and regional learning collaboratives with virtual learning sessions, webinars around mental health workforce, supportive housing, cultural and structural competence, criminal justice, and more. And we also provide intensive technical assistance in the area of peer and mental health service quality improvement across the Southeast. You can visit our website at mhttcnetwork.org slash Southeast to learn more. You can also connect with us through Facebook, Twitter, and through our email at info at southeastmhttc.org. I will now turn it back to Nicole. Thank you so much. Hello, my name is Nicole Augustine. I am with the Southeast CTTC for Prevention Technology Transfer Center. We are located at the Wake Forest School of Medicine in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. And we look at making attempts to build and sustain relationships with our stakeholders throughout the region. We develop webinars, trainings, all sorts of e-learning opportunities really to address the identified needs of the prevention workforce. A part of our mission, our goal, is to engage the next generation of prevention professionals and uh, showing how the amount of work that we do. Many of you may have interacted with us through our webinar series. We have um, offered many types of webinars on various topics from workforce development to we've got an amazing one coming up here later in the month about keeping kids safe in schools and looking at safety and behavior health, which we're planning to collaborate with on the, with the MHTTC. So we're really, really excited to be a part of this PTTC family and TTC family. In terms of the ways that you all can interact with us, just like the other centers have said, there are plenty of ways to interact with us. We have Facebook, we've got Twitter, we've got LinkedIn, we have our website. There are, very, there are a lot of different ways that you all can reach us for uh, getting access to training and TA services that we are offering. Um, I'd like to pass the baton over to 
Karen, who is going to talk to us about the ORN network. I'm passing it to you. Hello. Now, uh, again, thank you, Nicole. My name is Karen Garrett, and I'm a technology transfer specialist with the uh, Opioid Response Network. We're funded by SAMHSA. We're going into our third year. We're all about training and technical assistance when it comes to opioid use disorder and medication-assisted treatment. To access our services, it couldn't be easier. Just go to our website, opioidresponsenetwork.org, and take a couple of minutes to put in a request for technical assistance. Within one business day, a technology transfer specialist, just such as myself, will reach out to you and schedule phone interview. During the phone interview, we'll discuss your request, your need, in more detail. That will be submitted to our national office for review and approval. That process is pretty quick, 24 to 72 hours. Once word is received whether your request has been approved or not, the technology transfer specialist will reach back out to you and work to meet your request. How do we do that? How do we meet your request? Well, the Opioid Response Network has a fully vetted repository of materials and resources. In addition, in every state and U.S. territory, we have fully vetted consultants, specialists in the area of prevention, treatment, and recovery. By the way, our treatment prescribers are all prescriber level. If we can't meet your needs through the repository or through our consultants, we can reach out to our lead organization, the American Academy of Addiction Medicine, or one of our 27 partner organizations in order to provide you the customized training and technical assistance that you're seeking. Thanks a lot. And now I'm Thank gonna turn you. it over to Kristen. Hello everyone. Thank you for joining us today. So I'm going to kind of wrap it up and I'm gonna open it up to all of you to ask questions and uh, share some needs. But as, as you can see from hearing from everybody, we really are um, a collaborative group of professionals when we're here for you. We all have slightly different skill sets, as Michael was saying, talking about the administrators, the SAMHSA. But within our collaborative group here, we really have different skill sets and focuses, but we're all united in the goal to develop and strengthen the prevention and recovery workforce in the Southeast region. And as you all know, the COVID-19 pandemic has really presented unique challenges for people with substance use disorders and those who are in recovery and dealing with mental illness. It's a very stressful time for our communities and our states, and it's a really stressful time for those of us working in the field. So do know that we are here for you. That is our job to provide free resources and training and technical assistance. So don't hesitate to reach out to, to um, any or all of us. So now we want to hear from you. We want to know what are your training and TA needs. Feel free to put something in the chat. And if you do, please list what state you're in and what profession you're in. So I'm going to open it up. And I'll welcome our panelists if you'd like to come back on in video. If you have any comments that you'd like to make, now's the time. Well, good. We've got some folks chatting, letting us know where they're from. We've got some folks from Alabama, Kentucky on the line. So far, I'm seeing mostly treatment folks who are on the webinar today. So welcome, welcome. And I'm curious how many folks knew about 
the TTCs as a whole and the ORN. You know, we've got all these acronyms, the alphabet soup, and a lot of times folks don't realize the number of resources that are available. And did we use the word free yet? I did. Did we forget the word free? <laughs> <laughs> I think I referenced the great opportunity. So give us a yes. call. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, we've got Mississippi on the phone too today, Georgia. Okay, great. Ah, so someone is asking, it might be helpful to explain intensive technical assistance. What do we mean by the word intensive technical assistance? That's a great question. Would anyone from our panel like to take that on? Well, I would say that when we're, when we're talking about intensive technical assistance, it's not just making blanket statements that could apply to the entire field, but it's focused on the individual community or the individual practitioner's specific needs. So we work one-on-one -on -one with you to provide the resources that you need to be a strategic thought partner, um, to really customize. I think customize is a great uh, adjective to describe intensive PA. I would add to that as well and just say that within the SAMHSA framework and the way that SAMHSA thinks about technical assistance, um, SAMHSA has different levels. There's universal technical assistance, there's targeted technical assistance, and then at the customizable level, as Kristen was saying, we have intensive technical assistance. So we have the universal level where it can pretty much be applied in any clinic or facility or, or agency across the country or across the region. With targeted, it's more on the, the customized level where perhaps it's a state mental health agency or a peer organization or you know, a, um, a treatment facility. And then on the intensive level, like Kristen was saying, it is the individual facility, the individual team, and it is, as the word would indicate, intense, as in we, we are plugging in answers and trying to help people with very specific problems that they might be having with their protocols, with their practice, with their policies. Um, so I think that thinking about it in terms of those levels, that helps me think about what intensive technical assistance means. And I'd also like to add the way that I see intensive uh, TA for uh, working with our providers is we have that first stage, which is the beginning. So we take the time to talk with you about what it is you need, um, helping you to summarize that, put that in a um, structured plan, strategic plan so that we can move forward. And then I like to think of it as a middle phase where we put it in action. So we're implementing the training where we're building the relationship and the rapport with those providers in your community who you're providing services to. And then the beautiful part of that is after we implement that model of intensive uh, service, we have that back end where we're doing coaching calls where we not left you. So an intensive TA can actually last for about six months. You have us, mm -hmm. and as someone quoted earlier, free, that is a part, we are so grateful for this grant. So you have our level of expertise walking alongside you as you are implementing new models into your agency. So that is an opportunity that we're able to provide with the intensive TA model that we practice. Uh, so we had a couple comments here. Uh, so uh, Luciana has said that she's had the fortunate opportunity to work with both uh, Celine Craig with ORN and with Nikki Harris from the ATTC. So thank you for acknowledging that. 
I do have a question actually for you, Karen. So this question is related to the opioid network. It says, are there going to be additional train the trainer programs regarding SBIRT? Uh, it says, I'm a general dentist and one of the team members recently participated in a session earlier this year. And so it says, we're planning to utilize this training for dentists in Mississippi. And so just interested, will there be any more train the trainer programs specifically for SBIRT as the question has come in? There have been a request submitted for expert trainer train trainer training. Um, yeah, what what, what uh, the, the, the best way to, to do that because um, we we've done that oftentimes with different organizations in Mississippi and and in Florida as well as um, the other uh, the other regions. Um, simply, the organization, the agency, the individual needs to submit a request. It uh, doesn't need to be in-depth, but just uh, enough information to give us some idea of what you're looking for. And then um, myself or the technology transfer specialist in whatever area it is will reach out and, and will work to meet that request. Of course, we're, we're changing a lot of things. We're having to adapt um, to uh, providing training, to providing technical assistance um, in other ways as far as virtually webinars, learning collaboratives, et cetera, rather than live events. Does that okay. answer question? Yes, it looks like it does. Um, and it looks like she had responded to you saying, no, the request hasn't been done. She's saying, thank you. So it yeah, sounds just, like she's just, needing just, to connect with you Don't all. belabor writing the request. Just, just, just take a couple of minutes, submit it, and uh, I'll be in touch. Okay. And then folks are just asking if we can make sure that the ways that folks can request TA, that that be noted. I don't know if it's a website we could drop into the chat box or something. We will also just make sure that everyone who's attended this gets this uh, presentation, which everybody has provided like links to their website and emails and those sorts of things. So you all will have follow-up information to be able to contact folks after this webinar. And we do have another question out there. And it is, how do the TTCs and the ORN coordinate or collaborate with each other? I think mean, we have a great question. Really, our kickoff partnership and collaboration really is this webinar. I think in some TTC regions of the U.S., the ATTC and MHTTC and PTTC, they're all at the same organization or the same university or entity, or at least two of them are together. But for us, we're all spread out. So um, it's exciting that we're able to connect in this way and take off on future ventures. What else, what would, what else would you like to say, panelists, about that, how we're going to collaborate and coordinate, including the ORN? Well, I'll go ahead and add, uh, initially, uh, when we began talking about the collaboration, um, our goal was to look at enhancing uh, ways um, that we can provide services across the Southeast region, um, not duplicating services, but being expansive um, in regards to prevention, treatment, mental health, and given the uh, opiate crisis, how could we all come together um, to provide the most efficient uh, services within the Southeast region? Uh, and so everyone on our our team has definitely been uh, motivated to look at ways that we can help you. So um, I feel like in the role as training and technical assistance manager, it's, it's really uh, a gift 
that we have packaged that we're wanting to offer you. So we have ideas of how we can assist you with um, collaboratives, but if you have something on your mind that you're thinking about that you may think is not possible, let's have a conversation so that with this group, we can look at expanding our services within your particular area. We can talk to you about it, whether it be just one of us or whether that be a whole group where we get together and have a live Zoom and talk about how we can help you because that's literally how we've been birthed. How is it that we can help the Southeast um, improve services for those people who are in need of help, who are voluntarily coming, and how do we reach those ones who are not um, walking in the door? So um, that's one of the ways that we um, have come together as a team. And so I'm really enjoying it. And I'm looking forward to seeing what we create as well as what you all uh, online bring to us for us to be able to provide to you. Thank you, Nikki, and yes, thank you for that question. I, I don't see any more questions, Nicole. Are you getting I, any? I just got one. Yep, I just got one. Uh, it says, are any of the TTCs working on the needs of older adults related to substance use and or mental health? This topic, this has actually come up here recently. Uh, I know for me, I've heard folks talking about this. Well, right now, nothing formal, but this is a part of this discussion, right? If there is a need in in the field, this this is a time to kind of be talking about it and discussing it and bringing it up, bringing it up now, right? Because the point of the the reason this network exists, this training and TA network, is so that we can then understand what are the needs in the field and provide those resources. Uh, so I know for us formally on the PTTC side, we don't have anything like definitely written out that, hey, we're focusing on older adults as of now. Um, most of our resources are more for the workforce and what are the, the development of skills the workforce is needing. But it's something that comes up quite a bit. Um, I don't know if any of the other TTCs currently in your current work plans or the ORN, do you have any initiatives that are specifically focused on older adults? Well, currently for SATTC, um, I do have the pleasure of working with the Alliance Quality Group. Uh, and uh, one of the requests, uh, is, or we have a three-part series webinar that we're working on. And one is actually, uh, opiate use in the aging population. Uh, and that uh, webinar will be a nine, uh, one hour webinar in September. Uh, so we also have trauma-informed care in the aging population, as well as a recent conversation on yesterday regarding uh, trauma-informed care in the aging population as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic. So we are currently working on some, some things because um, we know that with this COVID pandemic, um, it's affecting everyone um, and they're seeing it. So I'm glad that the request is coming. How do we work with our aging population when their family members are not showing up uh, daily or on the weekends? Um, that's traumatic um, for those, um, the aging population as well as to their family members. So I'm excited that someone has come forward with a request, uh, the Alliance uh, Quality Group. So I hope that they're online. If not, um, they are definitely a pleasure to work with because they're bringing those ideas and they're wanting to address that aging population. So um, 
hopefully in the future we'll be able to share uh, that information with you all. So thank you. So I have another question. Thank you, Nikki. Um, I think this person for the treatment team, which Alliant is present. Pardon me. I was going to say Alliant is present. Alliant was. Alliant said I am present. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, the They're treatment on the team. Call. Oh, great. This treatment team, which addresses the needs of the hard to engage population, she says her team struggles with a lack of new and fresh ideas to continue the daily motivational interviewing process with a persistently mental ill, substance using and or substance dependent population, um, looking for something that will address the fidelity scale adherence needs. Are there specific technical assistance initiatives that may be applicable to me or other ACT teams across the country? And, and I, I'm not able to see the question. Um, Kristen, I don't know if, it'll, if anyone else didn't hear that. Could you repeat it? I, I definitely don't want to leave us um, not providing someone some feedback. And, right. and also keep in mind, uh, if, if we are not able to answer your specific questions right now, if you don't mind putting in your uh, email address mm -hmm. so that we can contact you personally because we, um, we don't want to um, not provide anyone um, the answers that they need. So if there is a potential collaborative that we can um, create, we want to be able to do that. But we definitely want to know your specifics and get back with you if we're not able to do that today. So do you mind yeah. repeating the question, Kristen? Yeah, I, I think your advice, Nikki, was spot on. And, and I think perhaps uh, if either um, this person put in their email address and or follow the contact information that you'll find at the end of the slides and, and reach out directly because um, the typing in the chat is a little challenging for me to read because it okay. looks like um, there were some typing issues. Um, but. So I, I would encourage you, Deborah, to please add your email address in, and we can get back to you directly. And she just said thank you. Um, okay, so then we have another with all the COVID-19 issues at hand and not being able to have face-to-face -face meetings. So the networks help us in Alabama look into how to pull together virtual meetings. Oh, yes. We have talked a lot about that in our collaborative group here, and it's actually um, a, um, an, uh, a future webinar that we'd like to put together in the not so distant future because we know it's a real pressing mm -hmm. issue. So thank you for that. Um, learn the learning the how tos. Um, yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a large learning curve that's happening right now, you all. We have never really had to operate in the virtual space. And uh, what we're learning is as people are trying to figure this out, they're realizing there's a different set of skills that are required for being engaging in the virtual platform. I'm sure we've all been Zoomed out and WebExed out and GoToMeeting <laughs> out, right? <laughs> and even in that, I'm sure you all have noticed uh, some folks who are better at it than others, right? And so as we think about, again, this is about training in TA, it's about professional development of our, of our of our field too. And so part of what we're thinking about even as a group are what are the skills that are necessary to host and run a virtual meeting because it's a different set of skills. And so I'm glad that you mentioned that and we're already talking amongst ourselves on how we can be a resource to our region 
to really help sit in this space because we have no idea for how long we're going to be doing things virtually. Major conferences are moving to virtual now, and so this is going to be a conversation that we're having also. So I'm glad that actually came up. There was yeah. something that I wanted to add to that too, Nicole, just with resources that are already available from the Mental Health Technology Transfer Center. On our website currently, we do have a recorded webinar. It is specifically for peers. It's for peer support specialists, but there is information about how to maintain a connection with a client through a virtual platform. Like I said, it is specific to peers, but there's information in there that I believe would be helpful to any sort of provider or clinician. And then next week, we are hosting another webinar. So if you go to our website in the next couple of days, you'll see information on how to register for that. But the Mental Health Technology Transfer Center will be hosting another webinar on how to provide services virtually during the webinar, and again, this is specific to mental health providers, and after. So looking for solutions, how are we as a community mental health facility, for example, how would we you know, transition from this time of uncertainty and virtual uh, treatment provision to afterwards when we have to start phasing back into our clinics and to our treatment centers and to our recovery centers. Um, so, like I said, those are very specific and they're geared towards very specific types of providers, peers, and psychiatric clinicians. But I think that there might be some information that could at least serve as sort of an appetizer for, you know, how to provide services virtually during this time. And then later when we're all able to collaborate and provide something that's more general and far reaching, um, that will hopefully be even more helpful. So just wanted to mention those two opportunities. Now, Emily, if I recall, you all, the MHTTC, one of them, it may not have been the Southeast because folks, folks realize this is a larger network. You're currently just seeing a small piece of a larger network, but there was a virtual um, handout or document or toolkit that was created by one of the MHTTCs, correct? So we'll make sure folks get access to that because, you know, we're mm -hmm. all family here and it was a really great overview mm -hmm. of some tips and tricks if you're doing stuff in the virtual world. Mm -hmm. So that is yeah, a resource so that, I thought about as you were talking. It's a wonderful yeah, resource. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, that was, yeah. so we have a telepsychiatry resource that is specifically for telepsychiatry, specifically for psychiatrists, but that's more of like the the billing and the licensure and the, you know, 1135 CMS waiver, that's the real logistical stuff. The kind of higher level, like, how do I even start? That is that toolkit that you're mentioning, Nicole. And I think that was the, I'm probably wrong, but I think it was the Great Lakes MHP. I feel yeah, like you another might right. We'll make sure we'll make everyone sure that gets they access get that. to that. Because mm -hmm. that's a great resource. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I don't see any other questions that have come up. I did want to bring up our contact information. If, if anyone wants to write that down, we will make the slides available. And you're, all you need to go to is ttcnetworks.org, and you can find all of us through there. And then the RN, you can, you can Google them if you don't have any other way to find them. So I think we're going to wrap it up. I'd like to thank everyone for your attention today. I'd like to thank all of my wonderful collaborators. Um, I'm really excited with, for the future and what we can all do to work together. Everyone stay safe and stay connected.